Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Hi, everybody. It's Gary Douglas. And Dr. Dane here. Nice to be with you on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. And just so you know, you can connect with us in all kinds of places. You can go to accessconsciousness.com to get more information on classes and also to uh, check out some of the other stuff on offer, you know, products, that sort of thing, books, uh, ways of getting some tools to change your perspective on reality, as it were. And uh, you can also go to drdanehere.com where I've got a couple of free video series that I created just for you. Once again, they're free and they have all kinds of tools and all kinds of cool stuff. So, amazing Gary Douglas, what's our topic for today? Uh, 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 uh. Uh, creating the world you know should be possible. Ah, uh, that. I like that. You know, it's a subject that's near and dear to my heart. Or at I mean, least some. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's like if that were the case. Well, now, now. Okay, did you say heart? Heart. Oh, H-E-A-R-T, my friend. You said H-A-R-D. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. No, that that would. No, this subject is not near my crotch. This is this is all over, man. This is okay, this, you know this covers this, everything. Okay, cool. Well, you know, it's like you know how I am. It's like every time I'm around you, I think in the gutter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I like the way that that's supposedly my fault. Wait a minute. I, you were thinking in the gutter long before I came along, 28 years to be exact. But, uh. Well, I no. just thought, I, yeah, but it's like, see, it wasn't the gutter when I was young. What was it? It was, it was the field of possibilities, like the field of dreams. If you, oh, hey, yeah. do you, do you remember that? You know, as a teenager, do you remember field of dream sex? If you touch it, I will come. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I do. God, man. But you see, it's I, like, I never had that because I was, you know, I had decided I was going to grow up to be a virgin on my wedding night. Oh, how did that work for you? Uh, I think I got too horny. I couldn't wait any longer, so I decided <laughs> not to do that. Well, you know what's funny is we were working with a guy a long time ago who who had, you know, had the same point of view. He and he was very Mormon and very 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 Mormon. And you know, he's like and he decided he was going to be a virgin on his wedding night. So what he did was he got married at like 20 so he could have sex. And I was like, wow, I don't think that's exactly what they were having in mind when they had all this stuff put in place. But oh yeah, they did. And do you know what, do you know what they did? They literally put a sheet or something. They put this big sign in their window. We can have sex now. 
And literally, they were letting everybody know that now they could have sex and it was okay. And I was like, wow, that's very interesting. Talk about creating the world you know is possible. I don't well, know that that's exactly the way to do it. I, I liked it because during my day when, you know, it's like when we, you know, it's like I was in the time of free love. So it's like, you know, uh, we could advertise, hey, we're having sex. See you later. <laughs> you know, it's like, isn't that, isn't that when that movie came out, Free Willy? Or is that something else? That no, that was you know that was not it. You know. Oh, okay. Sorry, I I was yeah. Apparently, apparently, when we get together and talk about this, my mind goes into the gutter too. So my question is: so where are we on this whole creating the world you know is possible thing? That's well, my question. Okay, so let's talk about creating the world you know is possible. The thing is that it's like we've always known that there should be something better. I know that's like for years I used to go, oh my god. I should, you know, it's like if I were God, this world would be a whole lot better place and none of this stupid stuff would exist. And it's like, and I knew that there had to be a better way of having a world and that things had to be better than what was being presented to me. (coughs) Sorry. And so, interestingly enough, I began to realize as I got older, oh my God, please stop the world I want to get off. And I tried drugs, sex, and rock and roll, and that didn't make anything better, just different. And I tried all kinds of different things, and I went to churches, cults, and religions, and I tried everything I knew, you know, that I could possibly think of that might create a different world or a better world. And I thought, oh, the hippie lifestyle, you know, it's like peace, love, and rock and roll. And it was all about the hearts, and it was all about the songs, and it was all about the, and it's like, but what appeared to be on the surface and what actually showed up were two different universes. And I went, something's not right here. There has to be a different possibility. And then when I began to say, something's not right, there has to be a different possibility. The question, there has to be a different possibility, is when I began to see a different possibility, which was the thing that began to change everything. I had to begin to see a different possibility. And recognizing that you ask a question, there will be more and greater things available, changed everything. So, so you know, it's interesting because you talk about you know going that route for it, and I know it's interesting because there, there are so many other people who have gone you know a different route, whether they're their self help route or their psychological route or their metaphysical route or their spiritual route or their drug route or whatever it is, but they don't. They it's almost like. Prior to going down there, they, they know there must be some other possibility, but once they get to whatever the next thing is that they do, whether it's spirituality, metaphysics, drugs, or whatever else, a lot of times they stop themselves there because they go, oh, this must be the answer I was looking for rather than staying in the question. You know, because you were looking and going, hey, there's got to be something better than this. What is it? And But you stayed in the question of what could even be better than what I was just having and just being. Well – you know, it's like the thing is that it's like, you know, it's like when I did my, you know, drug, sex and rock and roll stuff, it's like I had a very definite point of view about what I thought that should create. Mm-hmm. To create it. No. And it's like, and I, you know, it's like, but I was coming from a conclusion about what might be possible, not looking from the question of what might actually be possible. Right. right. And one of the things that's interesting is, a lot of people tell you, you don't need to ask all those questions. But I was told that from the time I was a little tiny kid. You know, why are you asking so many questions? You're just so annoying. Could you just shut up here? It's 50 cents. Be quiet. Don't ask me another question. I go, okay, I'll take you 50 cents. 
<laughs> and for five minutes. For five minutes, uh, yeah. You know, I'm good for five minutes. Five minutes, fifty cents, no problem. You know, I might even be tempted today. You know, you better be five thousand dollars for half an hour. I'm not, <laughs> cheap, I'm not as cheap as I used to be when I was a kid. Oh yeah, exactly. Hey, I know you. I know five thousand dollars would that would be max half an hour. Yeah, you know, because right. I can't keep quiet that long. I love me, but not that much. <laughs> you know. So, so the thing is, it's like what, what people have to get is you want to create a world of possibility, then you have to live in the question. You know, and it's like in so many of the modalities out there say, well, this is the answer. It's right. like all, you know, all of them may have great things to offer, and I'm not saying that they don't. But it's like, you know what, when you get to the point where you're finally willing to question everything, what gets created in your life is this place in which the doors of, you know, things begin, you know, it's like, and we talk all the time about there's, you got question and choice and possibility and contribution. And every time you make, have a question that creates multiple choices and multiple possibilities. It's sort of like the real multiple choice test of your life in which there are no wrong answers. Well, and you know, and what you're saying about this thing about question, it's like somebody who's telling you not to question is basically saying, look, I've already got the right answer and you should follow me in my answer. And Unfortunately, I think a lot of us have tried that for a very long time, and that's that's what's gotten us to the place where we feel disillusioned, we feel depressed, we feel like we can't make things work. And this thing about functioning as the question and, and asking questions about everything, a question allows any situation to change. A question always empowers you to create a different possibility. Well, and so my point of view is if somebody's telling you not to ask a question, it's like I'm going somewhere else because – it's like that's what I used to do too and that's where I got to the place where 13 years ago I was going to kill myself. It's like if I need some I need something to change my life here. And it wasn't until until I started going, "Hey, wait a minute. What else do I know is possible that I've never even thought could actually be real that if I could create it would change everything for me." And that's actually the energy of what I got when I first when I did my first access consciousness session when I received this first session of bars was this energy of exactly that question. It's like, wow, wait a minute, because for my whole life I'd known something else was possible, and yet I didn't find anybody else on the planet, including all the spiritual stuff and psychological and metaphysical stuff that I'd done, that was willing to help me create it, that actually embraced and embodied the energy of it, and. I think a lot of us, I think a lot of people out there know there's something greater possible, which obviously is, is today's topic. And yet it's like, how do you get there? How do you get to what you know is possible? Because you know something is possible. If, you, if you're still taking one step after the other and looking for something different, looking for something greater, it's because you know something else is possible. What if it's time to actually start creating it now? And that's what we're interested in, is giving you the tools to actually create it and bring it into reality now, rather than just having it as some dream that you hope to achieve someday that you think you'll never get to. Yeah, that's the someday my prince will come point of view. <laughs> I think Cinderella had that point of view, but I'm not sure how she meant it. Yeah. Neither am I, but you know. Apparently, so, we're on that it, back in the gutter. Sorry, that was all my fault. I know. Okay, sorry. It's so anyway, <laughs> I tend to do that. So, it, so it's like you said something that actually could be worked into a process. Me? Yeah. Was that sort of like? So, what do you actually know? That if you acknowledged, you knew it. 
would allow you to create the world you'd like to have. Mm. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run on great at all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Wow. That's... That was very funny because you said it and I went, eh, yeah, 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 yeah. and you kept talking. <laughs> yeah, but that's the beauty so, of Skype connection across the world. It's like, oh, it's like when you're on Skype, you know, on two different Skypes across the world, you can't see me going, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I know, because if we were in the same room, man, I would have seen it. I would have. I promise. I would have. No, you would have. You always do. <laughs> okay. So what do you actually know? That if you acknowledge you knew it, would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible. Everything is that everything that doesn't allow that times a godzillion we just run a greater place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. That's very cool. That's really cool, because that's a you know, and that's a simple I mean, the thing is a lot of people who are sort of new to access consciousness or new to processing, they're like, What are you doing? Well, basically it's like this. We're asking this question. What do you actually know? Because you know that you know more than you've been acknowledging that you know. And you know that you know more. <laughs> so we're asking, what do you know that if you acknowledge that you knew it, it would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible? Just from that knowing, just from that awareness and bringing it into the world. And then we're saying, will you destroy and uncreate everything that doesn't allow, number one, for you to know that you know. And then number two, to actually acknowledge that you know it. And then number three, to actually create that world that's actually possible. And so what we're doing is we're using this clearing statement, kind of like asking the consciousness of you to go back and undo the places where you've decided that you don't know or bought the lie that you don't know or bought somebody else's point of view that you don't know and undone the knowing that you have and the ability to create the world you know is possible. That's why we're doing what we're doing. So it's like one of the things I noticed is like all the metaphysical stuff, everything I did kept saying, you know, it's like, you're an infant being, you can perceive, know, and be. And I kept going, something doesn't feel right. You know, and it's like, and you and I started talking about it and I went, oh, that's because you also have to be willing to receive to actually know. Yeah. Yeah. Through knowing, you have to be truly, totally willing to be able to receive as well. So perceive no be and receive and it's like literally once you get that you can perceive no be and receive then you get to the point where well you know people go well what's receiving and i say receiving is the willingness to have total awareness without any limited point of view or limitation and that's the gift that all of us have and that's the gift most of us don't you know don't receive about ourselves yeah truly and and this thing about allowing that infinite receiving, it's also the thing that would allow you to change your relationships, your money situation, whatever's going on with your body. You know, like whatever you want to change is sort of embodied in there too. Yeah. And if you have this awareness, you have infinite perceiving, infinite knowing, infinite being, which is what you be, and then infinite receiving, which means you'd be able to have a lot more than you've been allowing yourselves. And what Gary and I have seen in working with thousands of people, you know, Gary over the last 25 years, me over the last 13 using the SS consciousness tools is that people have a far greater capacity to receive than they've ever acknowledged. And, and what happens is, is you start to acknowledge you more, acknowledge what's actually right about you instead of what's wrong about you. You start to create this possibility in the world for how you can be 
and what you can receive that's different than what's been showing up before. Because our point of view is you should be able to change anything you want to change and create anything you'd like to create. So let's run that one more time, shall we? Okay, good idea. So what do you actually know that if you acknowledge you knew it would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible? Everything that doesn't allow that, times a godzillion. Will you destroy it and create it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Cool. Ah, 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 ah. Ooh, baby. One Ooh. more time. So what is it you actually know? That if you acknowledged you knew it, what do you actually know that if you acknowledged you knew it would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible? Everything that doesn't allow that, times a godzillion, will you just run and create it, please? Ooh, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, lordy. And one more time. What do you actually know that if you acknowledged you knew it would allow you to create the world you know is possible? Everything that doesn't allow it, times a godzillion, will you just run and create it, please? <laughs> <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and That was so and much on, consciousness, I almost lost it there, okay? On that note, while uh, we tend to Chewbacca here, I think uh, we're pretty close to break time. So we'll uh, get Gary some sugar, salt, and water and, and see what we can do when we come back. Thanks, everybody. We'll be right back on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. 
To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome back. Welcome forward to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where uh, Gary sounds like Chewbacca sometimes. See, one of the things that happens is when we do these processes, the unconsciousness, one of the things, what we're doing is we're basically unlocking the the unconsciousness that you've used against you so you don't have choice. So the unconsciousness and the anti-consciousness, if you will, where unconsciousness is like choosing unawareness, anti-consciousness is choosing against consciousness. Like, for example, if you've ever known not to get into a particular relationship, but you do it anyway, and then some people have spent, I don't know, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, or 40 years in it, even though they knew not to get into it in the first place, that's called anti-consciousness. So as we run this clearing statement, it starts unlocking that. And what it does is that actually creates the place for you where you can actually have a greater ease with everything, greater sense of possibilities with everything, and a greater sense of not having to, to buy that there's a wrongness of you but realizing that there's actually something right about you that you haven't been getting. Oh, you just gave him another tool, Dane. I know. It's awesome. The okay. tool is... In case you missed it. It's like, what's <laughs> right about me I'm not getting instead of what's wrong with me. And what's yes. right about the situation rather than what's wrong with this situation, which is usually where we go. You know, years ago, I was looking for an apartment in New York and I was wanted to rent control apartment and I found a place that sounded perfect and I went to find the place and I kept bypassing the the a building continuously and it's like after four times of bypassing the building and not being able to find the entrance, instead of asking a question like, okay, so what's right about this I'm not getting? I go, what's wrong with me that I can't find this? It should be obvious. Well, as soon as I said it should be obvious, it became obvious and because I didn't ask the question, so what's right about this I'm not getting? I didn't question when I went in to talk to the people. Turned out to be a disaster, but that was fine because <laughs> it was just what it was. But if I'd asked the question, what's right about this I'm not getting, I might have got that this is probably not the best choice. Right. And that's the other thing is you start to realize that there's actually something right about everything you choose, even if the purpose of it is to give you more awareness of what you don't want to choose in the future. But when you're stuck looking at what's wrong about it, that's all you can see. Because the weird part is – when you look for wrongness, you find it. If you look for rightness, you uh, find it. You know, a wise man once said, "Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right." That's because your point of view creates your reality. Reality doesn't re- doesn't create your point of view, and that's uh, the thing you want to be aware wise, of. I know the wise man who said that. Who was that? You. <laughs> you were the one who came up with that point of view. Yeah, well, you know, I want people to know it's like we keep thinking that reality is somehow created around us and we're the effect of it. But you've got to realize it's your point of view, literally, that creates your reality, yeah. not reality that creates your point of view. And if people would realize that, if they had something showing up that sucked, something they didn't like, something that wasn't what they knew should be possible, then they could just look and go, okay, wow, what point of view do I have that's creating this? 
and then use that wonderful clearing statement, pock and pot it all, and those points of view start disappearing, which I think is one of the greatest gifts of what Access has to offer. Yeah, me too. And it's like, for me, it's like I'm really, really, really happy with the, you know, it's like I always thought you know, everybody got that the purpose of a question was to gain awareness. You know, that the reason you did questions was so you could become more aware about what was going on. And I was shocked to discover that most people thought you ask a question so you get the answer and that the answer would come instantaneously from God or someplace. (laughs) But since long ago, I had, you know, gotten to the awareness that, you know, I would believe in God when he actually listened to what I said. Right. For the most part, I noticed that God never listened. Is that a bad (laughs) answer? Well, I don't know. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. But, you know, I think it's kind of interesting that that the way in which we go about things is, you know, it's like when you said God never listens. It's like whatever somebody has is their thing that they're turning to. So often they, they, they don't believe that they can actually create what they want to create. And I think it boils down to, you know, one part of it being the process we were running, which is coming up, looking on my iBrain for process. What do you actually know that if you acknowledge you knew it, would you allow you to create the world you truly know is possible? Everything that doesn't allow that to show up, will you destroy and create it, please? Riding on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So the one thing I want to reiterate is the purpose of a question is to create awareness. The purpose of a choice is to create awareness. The purpose of possibilities is to show you the multiple choices and possibilities and awarenesses you can choose from. Mm-hmm. And like the fourth element of what creates your life, creates the world you'd like to have, is the contribution that the quantum entanglements of the universe can be. Because the universe has got our back, but we keep acting like we, you know, we are some kind of strangers in a strange land here, or there were these odd these odd beings who shouldn't actually, you know, like live here. Who, who shouldn't have choice, who shouldn't be gifted to. You know, we act like we're somehow on this weird prison planet or something rather than, hey, you know what? I live in paradise, nanny, nanny, nanny. You know, it's like, why don't we recognize that? Why don't we realize, you know what? This planet is beautiful. It's got some amazing willingness to contribute to us if we'd allow it, you know? The plants, the. What's that? Process. I got a process. Oh, hey, another process. Yeah. So what creation of Earth as a prison planet are you using to validate the pain and suffering you are choosing? Oh. <clears throat> Everything that is times a gazillion. We destroy and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, <sighs> shorts, boys and beyonds. I okay. personally don't think of Earth as a prison planet. You know, neither do I. This planet is beautiful, Earth and is with wonderful. all the work that NASA and every other space agency around the world has done, and all the scientists, they've still never they found one planet that was like four billion light years away that would possibly sustain life or be somewhat similar to Earth. One in four billion light years, and it's like. I'm sorry. Good Very planets good. are kind of hard to find. Yeah, so you better take care of this one, damn it. Exactly. But here's the thing. It's, so the other thing I want to say about this, you know, the processing that we're doing here, you know, what creation of Earth as a prison planet are you using to validate the pain and suffering you were choosing? Part of what this processing requires is you to stretch a little 
in your uh, well you got two choices if you're trying to figure out sort of the energy of it and where we're coming from requires you to stretch a little bit because if you can imagine it's not like a linear thing that we're dealing with here we're we're talking about the energy of that a lot of people seem to have that they seem to be imprisoned they don't want to be here they're not happy they act like life sucks it's like but what you do with that is you're actually validating the pain and suffering you're choosing, which means you create more of it and choose more of it because you've decided you're right. Well, I mean, so, when, you look at, when you look at the way people live their lives, Dane, you know, it's huh? like I always thought it was funny. It's like people would live, you know, in a bad section of town. You know, they'd buy a house and they'd live there and the section would go downhill and they'd get bad. So they put bars on their windows to keep out <laughs> jailbirds. It's like – Okay, you just created a jail for yourself to live in so that you can live in the neighborhood where you didn't leave so that you can feel that you're not in jail. And it's like, and I watch people, you know, it's like I love it when people drive around in their cars, you know, and they stick their fingers up their nose and pick out boogers and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> they act like nobody sees them. You know, they're in this little jail of their own reckoning because they have all these little tiny spaces they call their lives. And I watch people with their... You know, it's like they don't want to leave a town. They don't want to leave, you know, they don't want to go visit other places. And it's like it's always amazing to me. I had this, you know, this friend that uh, came to Costa Rica one year when I was doing this conscious horse, conscious rider, you know, thing. And the next year I said, do you want to come back? And she goes, oh, no, I've been out of the country two times this lifetime. And that's I mean, two two times this year. That's enough for one lifetime. I went, <laughs> really? Where else she go? She goes, Hawaii. <laughs> that of course is out of the country well it's out of the continental oh, United it's, States. oh it's in the ocean got it yeah so therefore it's not part of the united states really right next to the united states you know but it's like good lord and it's like and this particular person lives in this little community she loves her little community and she goes out and raises hell in the community and that's you know that's the sum total of her life her community her community is, quote-unquote, everything to her. So it's like there's got to be a different reality. And it's like and you got to see a glo- more global perspective if you want to create a world that's worth living in. Because otherwise, too many people having this, it's only our little neighborhood point of view, is what creates the problems we have instead of being willing to look around and see what else is possible that we haven't even considered. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I think one of the, one of the things that, you know, we're really fortunate about is we literally travel the world facilitating classes. So we get to have an interaction with people from different cultures who have different points of view. And it's interesting too, because so many, you know, it's like if you, if you talk to an American, their point of view is, you know, most Americans have the point of view that America is the place to be and American point of view is the right point of view. Well, you know, if you go to somebody, talk to somebody in England, their point of view is, their point of view is the point of view, and that's the point of view that the world should have. Somebody in Australia, same thing. So it's interesting to see how all these people have different points of view and different ways of looking at the world, and all of them have sort of made those points of view right. But when you're around in another country and you talk to the people there, you realize, wow, okay, I've got a different point of view. I've got different ways that I do things. I've got different kinds of food that I eat and different things that are interesting, like you know, in America, we have this thing called ice. And in most countries, they're not that interested, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. like... They go, but, why do you want ice? 
I know, exactly. They're like, why don't you drink your Coke at room temperature? It's like, uh, okay, two things. Number one, the Coke that you just gave me that was about six ounces was $8. Number two, you don't have any ice for it? Are you kidding me? You know, but that's... But that's just one why of they the, don't give you ice because they're charging you eight bucks for you know, a <laughs> glass, so that most people don't want anything to take up the space because they want a full eight. Yeah, you know, they want a right. bag pack for eight bucks. <laughs> exactly, uh, and that is just one of the different points of view around the world. But what if we realize that there is there's something that's right or something that could be a greatness in all of these points of view? What if part of creating the world you know is possible is actually embracing more of what the rest of the world has as a contribution, not shutting it out, not believing that you're right, but going, hey, where can I get the information I require? Where can I find out what else is possible? And then what's it going to take to create it? Well, that's one of the things that's been great about access because going to all these different places around the world, it's like what I noticed is what was an issue in America came out different in you know Australia, for example. And right, it's like, right. and so then when I would take back to America what I found in Australia, that would change everything in America. And it's like, and it actually, we can be this amazing contribution because we don't, we are personally probably the quantum entanglements of the universe that could create a whole different world if we were willing to actually have the awareness of it. Well, when you say the, you know, the thing about the quantum entanglements, I mean, that's if, if you go to the furthest end of physics, Physics is now beginning to describe what we've been talking about with consciousness for many, many years, which is kind of interesting. And quantum entanglements being one of those, they're part of string theory, and they're part of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the acknowledgement and the awareness that we're all interconnected. And what the quantum entanglements tell you is, look, if you ask, these things are entangled, they're connected with the rest of the world, and will give to you if you simply ask. And science is now describing these mathematically, which I think is so interesting because this is what we've been talking about, you know, the asking you shall receive, the connection with the universe where everything exists and nothing is judged, things we've been talking about for years. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So, um, you know, I'm real happy about it. And, you know, it's like I'm, you know, it's like I'm looking at it as, you know, it's like I see that there's so many possibilities that are showing up. And it's so interesting because it's like, what have we got around the world? Something like 2,500 bars facilitators around the world now yes. in so yeah, many yeah. different countries. So I think we're in about 47 to 50 countries, something like that. And we have more and more classes and more and more people happening everywhere. And the interesting part about it is that, you know, a whole lot of people say, oh, well, your point of view is just about America. And I go, no, it's not. It's about the world. And they take the class and they go, you're your your point of view is about the world. And I go, yeah, I told you that. But, yeah. yeah <laughs> they don't get that it's like for us, we want to create a better world, not just a better personal life. And it's like, yeah. and we'll give the tools to create a better personal life so you can create a better personal, a better personal world or a greater world, period. Well, so and I think that it takes. Well, I think that's one of the important things to realize is, you know what, you creating a greater life is – part of what creates a greater world you know a lot of people are like wait a minute i want to change the world but i don't know how like i can't be an oprah i can't be a deepak and it's like sweetie you don't have to be an oprah you don't have to be a deepak that's not what it's about it's like if you actually create a life that goes beyond judgment where you know there are possibilities you'll have people flock to you to wonder to find out how you're doing it how you're creating that different possibility that they don't know 
how to create in their own lives. So that brings us back to our process. You just said a great great book title. What's that? Life Beyond Judgment. I like it. I like it. So you know what? It's it's time for us to go to a break. What? Yeah, I know. So why don't we talk a little bit more about that when we come back? What do you think? Sounds like a plan. We'll be back in a couple minutes on Voice America Access Consciousness Show. Thank you. We'll be back in a minute. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, so welcome back, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome back to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. You can connect with us on whenisthetime.com and uh, give us feedback. Check out upcoming shows, upcoming topics. Let us know what you love. Let us know what you hate. And, uh, you know, because we'd like to give you what you like if we possibly can. And if you're just totally annoying, we'll just ignore you. So there you go. Uh, huh. yeah, so far, nobody has put in anything annoying in there. It's like, but I'm, oh, because I can't, so remember, cool. I can't remember long enough, you know, after reading something, what I actually read. So it's like, I'm going to have to get, 
I'm going to have to get a different way of doing it so I can read all the comments and stuff. Most of them have been just amazing. And I'm very grateful for that. I think that's just, you know, just phenomenal. I'm really happy you. that that's there. It is, so, it is one of the gifts, you know, it is one of the greatest gifts we get is the feedback and the emails and the, I mean, truly for us, it's like, yes, it, the, the change that we see in people's lives, the change that people are willing to tell us about is truly sort of like what keeps us going, you know? It's like, I mean, yeah, money's nice. We like it and so should you. And it's not nearly anything in comparison to the change that we see in people's lives when people actually go, no, this situation has now changed. I mean, I just did a, a money class in Dublin, Ireland, and talk about a place to to try to unlock the limitations of money. And these wonderfully brave, beautiful, amazing Irish people came, and <clears throat> and also people from around the rest of Europe, but they were there and literally, I've gotten uh, so many emails from people going, Dane, I just want you to know that this is literally changing my money situation. One lady sent me an email and she said, okay, so I thought it was going to be like a lot of other money classes where you set goals that you're never going to accomplish and where you talk about concepts and all this stuff that really doesn't do anything but you know, makes you feel better by the end of the day but then you're stuck again by the middle of the week. And she went, oh my God. She's like, my money situation is already changing. The way I feel about it is already changing. And I'm like, that's what we're looking for. That is our aim. That's our target. That's what we're looking to do. Yeah. You know, it's like you've been doing some other great classes there too, haven't you? Oh, man. We just did a um, – I just did a, a body class in Amsterdam, a relationship class in Oslo, and a uh, creating your future class in Stockholm. And the thing about it is all these things were live streamed around the world. So there were people that, that were joining us around the world and – on each one of these subjects, I was able to speak to these subjects from a totally different place than I ever have before. Because for me, just like you, Gary, it's like it's been about how much change can we create for people? Because, you know, we're really fortunate. I mean, we've used these tools and we see the value of them. And I think a lot of other people, once they come along and they, they see that change actually occurs, it's like they get so excited about what else is possible. And one of the things is that I'm excited about is the these guys are actually available online. If you go to the accessconsciousness.com, um, if you go to the shop there, and we're sort of rebuilding the shop, so bear with us. But you can actually get these online and you can actually watch these one-day classes, video, and you also get the audio too. But you can watch these things and listen to them online and get the same change that the people got that were in these classes. So the thing I'm excited about is like it's this thing that keeps on giving because the people that come to every one of these classes give us a gift in their awareness, in the questions that they ask. I mean, there was a guy yesterday in the in the um, relationship class that I was giving, being you in relationship, and he said, you know what? He's like, I realize that I've been making myself really stupid in relationship. and I And I said, so let me ask you a question. Have you been hiding that you think you're stupid? And he went, yeah. And I went, well... Okay, so what if you were willing to shout it from the rooftops? I'm stupid and I know it and it's okay with me, you know? And what he realized was, and what we realized the entire class got to this awareness that the hiding of the lie that you're stupid is what sticks it in place. And if you're actually willing to shout it from the rooftops, 
you'd realize that what's actually underneath it is that you're not stupid at all. You're actually far greater than you've given yourself credit for. You know far more about what is possible as the world than you've been willing to acknowledge, and then you'd actually be able to create it. But then you'd also have no excuse for not creating it. Yeah, I know. It's it's amazing to me. I know that and I was doing a class in Europe and this lady was talking about how stupid she was and I said, So what makes you stupid? Oh, I know. It was it was this lady that I actually was uh talking about money with. And she said, uh, you know, it's like I'm I'm uh I'm I can be taken advantage of. And I looked at her and I went, How is that possible? You're an economist you work with the world banking system and you can be taken advantage of? How is that possible? And she goes, well, you know, it's like my parents always told me I, 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 was, in, I was ingenuous and I would, would be taken advantage of. And I went, say what? I said, lady, you're one of the most aware people I've ever met in my life. And it's like, you want to kill people if they get in your face the wrong way. What makes you think you could ever be taken advantage of? And she went, oh, good point. But it's the thing of realizing what is really true for us. And it's like what we got down to is that when she was five years old, she was told that she was gullible. So she had been making her parents right since she was five years old that she's gullible and can't trust anybody. Wow. And if you can't trust anybody, can't you trust yourself? Well, yeah, exactly. And that's the crazy stuff. That, you know, and like you said, ooh, don't mind if I just drop my eye brain on the ground, the thing I hold all my processes on. It's too valuable. It has everything on it. It's probably, you know, at this point, it's probably got more information in it than my actual brain. So I'm a little, you know, concerned sometimes. I, I wouldn't <laughs> be concerned about that because I hate to tell you this. I think you got way more in your actual brain than you know. <laughs> one one would hope. Let's put it that way. Some brilliant stuff periodically. Like, oh, where did that come from? I like that. So on that note, let's run this process again. So what do you actually know that if you acknowledge you knew it, would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible? Everything that doesn't allow that times a gazillion, we destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what creation of Earth as a prison planet are you using to validate the pain and suffering you are choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion. Will you just run and grade it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night, shorts. Oh, my God. That what? thing, I just realized that Thank thing you. that people do of, like, making themselves wrong, making themselves stupid, putting themselves as judgeable offense in the world is what makes a prison for them. Wow. Judgment is your self-imposed prison sentence. Unbelievable. Ooh, baby. So, what creation of Earth as a prison planet are you using to validate the pain and suffering you are choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion way. Just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Mm. Wow. You know, you brought up the thing before about what would happen if you could create a life beyond judgment. And I think that's the thing is, you know, people are, it's almost like people are afraid, afraid, interesting choice of terms. Well, you know what? We need to do a a, a fear topic at one point because that's, yeah. we have some 
we have truly we can it's like you can eliminate fear from your life we have tools to eliminate it i used to live in it but what i was going to say is people seem to be afraid of not being in judgment of themselves as though as though if they're not in judgment they might go off course or if they're not in judgment they might get too powerful or they might know something that everybody else doesn't know i don't it's think weird. that's i don't think that's in fear i think that's in trained I am definitely with you on that one, my friend. I think they're trained to believe that if they don't judge themselves severely enough, they will become big-headed or self-aggrandizing or something. But it's like it ain't going to happen. If you have the ability to judge yourself at all, you could never become big-headed. Isn't that true? And that's the other thing is, you know, one of the things I ask people is, how many of you have ever thought of yourselves as judgmental? And of course, every person in in our classes, of course, raises their hand. And I go, look, if you've ever thought you're judgmental, that alone proves that you're not. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, because someone who truly is judgmental never thinks to themselves, oh, my God, I'm so judgmental. They just know they're right. Yeah, which is amazing. So what if they're – what if – part of the reality you know is possible is a reality that involves going beyond the judgment of you. What if there truly were nothing wrong with you? And what if, yes, there are people out there who believe that you're wrong all the time just for existing. They believe they're right because they are who they are. What if they were irrelevant or un, what if they were unrelevant to you now? What if they didn't matter anymore? What if you know that something is greater and what if now's the time to choose it? Everything that doesn't allow that Everything that doesn't allow you to choose it and go beyond their insane judgmental worlds, will you destroy and create it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Wow. Very so, cool. What do you actually know that if you acknowledge you knew it, would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible? Everything that doesn't allow that times a godzillion, will you destroy and create it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys. Isn't it amazing that we will give up our knowing? Even about ourselves. You know, it's like for years, it's like I kept trying. I, from the time I was 10, I kept trying to find somebody to follow. You know, somebody who knew more than I do. Somebody who was smarter than I was. Somebody who could show me the way. And it's like I went everywhere from the time I was 10. I went to churches. I went to everything to try and figure out how to make something actually, quote unquote, work. And it's like, and there was this strange place where I was always trying to find a way to give me up rather than recognizing what I knew. Right. The one thing that always brought me back to a sense of centeredness or self or whatnot was when I go, no, that's not true. And I would always know what wasn't true. And that would be the moment I would leave whatever church, cult, or religion I got involved in. Right. Interesting. So, So... so we all have this place in this when we know. You know, God knows. It's like my favorite is the one about talking to people that, you know, they go out someplace and they meet some cute person and they decide to go home with them. And, and then <laughs> oh. <clears throat> and they know they shouldn't. They know they shouldn't do it and they do it anyway. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing is if you realize that you know something that goes beyond what you think, then you realize that even be, as soon as you think about going home with the person – you know what it's going to create. Yep. And that's what you want to realize, that you have knowing that goes beyond what you can think. Yep. And then on the other hand, what do you actually know is possible, that if you acknowledge you knew it was possible, would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible. 
Everything that doesn't allow that times a godzillion. We just run and create it, please. Riding on good man and pod and pock all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. We're almost at the end of our hour, Dean. And this, I know. It's like it went so much faster than I thought it was going to go. Exactly. And I'm here in Sweden where it's 9 p.m. So, well, almost 10 now. Almost 10. I'm, I'm, I'm rather surprised. Well, don't you have a beautiful girl to go out to dinner with tonight? I already went out to dinner with a beautiful girl. Oh, you came in early to do this show? Uh-huh. Isn't that cool? Gosh, you are good. Awesome, and I'm all alone in my hotel room. I'm just saying, you know, just want you to know. And, uh, I don't know why I wanted you to know, but I just figured I'd say that. I figured, you know, I, uh, you just, let the world know. <laughs> you just wanted the world to know that you're a good boy who does, you know, See? things. And exactly. Has no- I didn't want you to think that I am the slut that you think I am, that I might be, but I'm not going to let you know that. <laughs> okay, good. I like the fact that you're willing to hide your slutdom. Yeah, exactly. We'll have yeah, to behind- We'll have to have a, you know, we'll have to do a radio show if anybody would like to hear our stuff about, you know, being a slut. Uh, nah, probably not. We we okay. probably need to wait another year or two on that one. Okay, good thinking. Never mind. Okay, but being like, us, we'll probably do it next we'll week. So, get your idea, you know, sometime before this. Yes, gets exactly. Here. When is the time? Not yet. So, no. what do you actually know? That if you actually, if, that if you acknowledge you knew it, would allow you to create the world you truly know is possible. Everything that is, everything that doesn't allow it, times a godzillion, we just run a greater place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Well, I'm really happy that you got to talk about your tour because it's like, you know, it's very funny. You know, here I am, you know, across the world and I keep getting feedback about how amazing your classes are and how amazing you are with the classes. So I'm really thrilled that you've done these things because I know they'll be able to facilitate a whole lot of people in realizing how amazing they actually are, even though they haven't yet figured it out. But, hey, we keep trying, don't we? Boy, don't we, though? You know, and and I think, and I tell you, seeing somebody get it is truly the greatest gift in the world there is. And so thank you also for all of you who've sent feedback in on whenisthetime.com and shared what has changed for you and the gratitude you have. Truly, we are extremely grateful, and that's part of what keeps us going as easily as we get to go. So thank you. That's a big part of what keeps us going because for me personally, it's sort of like sometimes I'm like, oh God, I'm so tired. I don't know whether I can do another one of these shows. And then we get some feedback from you guys and it's sort of like, oh my God, that's so great that this person got that kind of change and that kind of speed of change so dynamically and so quickly is the gift that doing this is really for us. Yeah, yeah, truly. So thank you, all of you, for your contribution. And, you know, it's like, and please get that when you come to class, you're an amazing contribution as well. So keep contributing, keep creating a better world because you are the source for creating the world you'd like to see. Just choose. And it. truly, and ask yourself, what do I know is possible? That if I actually acknowledge that I knew it, would allow me to create the world I truly know is possible. And then destroy and create everything that doesn't allow it to show up. Pock and pot it so that different possibility can actually show up in your reality, not just in your dreams. What if the world that you've created in your dreams is actually just a figment of what can actually show up as your reality? And what if it's now's the time to create it? It's a nightmare. <laughs> I'm trying to be inspiring here, man. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. We are so grateful you're in the world, and uh, we look forward to being with you next time.
Thanks so much. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.